Welcome to the Intesa San Paolo Talks. Hello and welcome to this episode in our Intesa San Paolo Talks podcast series. It's hard to talk about doing business internationally these days without the conversation turning to the rise of Asia and in particular China. Ambitious businesses and their advisors are constantly trying to develop a better understanding of what it takes to succeed in the world's fastest growing region. And Intesa San Paolo is no exception. Witness a recent roadshow the bank organised for some of its key European customers to what's known as the Greater Bay Area. Their host for the trip was Alessandro Vitale, head of Intesa San Paolo's Hong Kong branch and its Asia-Pacific hub. So how big an opportunity does he think the Greater Bay Area represents? The Greater Bay Area is a very interesting opportunity for dynamic European uh, corporates. In terms of GDP, it has uh, almost uh, the same GDP of uh, Spain, of Australia. The peculiarity of this region is that this GDP is going to double in the next 10 years. So that's, uh, that's a big element of growth in, in, in this uh, region of the world. Therefore, the need for the things like the roadshow that you played host to. Uh, what was the, how did it work? What was the sort of main purpose of it? This experience of the roadshow is the cumulative effect of a number of experiences that we've done in the past that we brought into this program. We started with the Started Asia, which was an, an initiative catered for um, small, uh, well, let's say startups that uh, we were able to attract and select in Italy that we brought to Hong Kong. But it was just a, a competition, a pitching session. What we learned out of that experience was uh, we had to put these companies in contact with uh, the Hong Kong ecosystem. So we started contacting the right counterparties in Asia Pacific, uh, such as, and particularly in Hong Kong, such as the Hong Kong Invest. Uh, the um, Hong Kong Science and Technology Park, the Hong Kong USD, which is the Universities of Science and Technology, and a number of, uh, we, we are not working and we are not doing it alone. We're, so we are working also with uh, private and public counterparties, also Italian, the Italian Chamber of Commerce, the Consulate, the Innovation uh, Center, which is part, a uh, fundamental part of our action. And so it was, by taking this company in uh, in Hong Kong, we realized that uh, we had an ecosystem willing to work with us. And it's interesting, Alessandro, that you talk about it being so much more than just connecting people with money, because, you know, most people think of a bank as, as being that job, doing that job. Do you think it's unusual for a bank to be doing that, for to be going beyond the money and in, you know, deeper into the business practices, if you like? The business environment is changing uh, at an incredible pace as well, also for banks as well, the regulation, the fintech, you know, how many things are happening that are, we are challenged for all angles by players, which a few years ago were not even uh, on the market. And therefore, we need as a bank to think horizontally and to find new ways for doing business. So how can you be relevant? It's when you, uh, when you go to a client and you don't ask him, how much money do you need or what is, do you need this service? This approach is old fashioned. In my mind, uh, the right approach to the client is to, first of all, to be proactive, to understand uh, 
trying to understand as much as they uh, do in terms of uh, their business, the challenges they are facing, asking the question like, what is keeping you awake at, at night? What is that worries you? And trying to devise uh, solutions or ideas that can bring value to the client. The moment you are able to speak that language with the, the client, you are, you are already discussing with the CEO. As I said in the introduction, that whenever talk turns to international business, everyone is looking at your part of the world, Asia and China. And I think, do you feel that that you are absolutely right at the heart of the future of international business where you are? I, I believe so. I believe so. And it's uh, not easy to understand. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you know, what's happening around the world may scare some companies, but I believe if you, if you look at Asia Pacific, you have to look, it's not a single market. It's a number of countries. So each country is doing great in terms of growth, uh, particularly the investment uh, grade rated countries, which are the majority in Asia Pacific. And uh, therefore, uh, I will, uh, as a person responsible for the, all the business in Asia Pacific, I look all of them, and uh, there are there are great opportunities in the Greater Bay Area. In particular, it's uh, really it's worth spending and investing a bit of time to understand how companies can thrive and, and perform. That was Alessandro Vitali, head of Intesa San Paolo's Hong Kong branch and its Asia Pacific hub, and host of the Greater Bay Area Roadshow. As I mentioned earlier, the Roadshow was organised in conjunction with Elite Group. Elite is part of the London Stock Exchange Group and specialises in connecting companies with each other and with capital. I spoke to Carolina Avanzini and Mauro Iacobuccio from Elite. Carolina is a senior associate and Mauro a senior manager. I asked them what Elite is and how they work within Teso São Paulo. Elite is an international programme started back in 2012 and uh, actually our mission is uh, uh, to give uh, uh, training and coaching to uh, fast-growing uh, ambitious businesses with uh, uh, really high growth potential all over the world actually because it all started in Italy but then we exported this model uh, to all over the world and now just to give you some number we have uh, over uh, 1,300 companies uh, from over 40 countries join our network so this is a quite a, a huge network. In Italy, we have the, the big chunk of the company, so almost 900. We are sector agnostic, so all brilliant companies with a brilliant path of growth. And how important is it for you to be working with a bank like Intesa San Paolo? Well, we do have a broad relation, actually, with, uh, with Intesa, because in our uh, mission is uh, to partner with the financial ecosystem. So we are a platform, a digital platform, but we want to partner with uh, uh, the most important players in the, in the financial arena. And Intesa is, of course, a lot of clients, and they really uh, accepted and understood the, the mission of Elite. Carolina, how was the roadshow constructed? How did, how did it work? What were you trying to achieve? So this was our second time in the Greater Bay Area, and this year we have partnered with Intesa San Paolo. We've had 10 elite companies attending the roadshow, and they were both representing Italy and the UK. 
we have scheduled around 150 B2B meetings, uh, as well as organizing also pitch session during which our companies uh, presented their equity story in front of um, different, different counterparts. We have also dedicated one full day to workshops. During these workshops, we have covered topics such as setting up uh, a local entity in, uh, in China, um, then we have also covered uh, topics such as the IP protection, what the investment landscape in China looks like, and also very important topics, a topic about the cultural aspects of doing business in, in China, as well as hiring uh, talents in the area. I haven't asked you how it went. Was it a success? Well, I think so, but uh, we have to wait that these kind of uh, meetings uh, have to give, uh, you know, to give fruits. So in terms of investors or B two B meetings, but uh, so far so good, definitely. They they start to chat and uh, introduce their businesses and uh, and their things together. So uh, so far so good, definitely. That was Carolina Avancini and Mauro Iacobuccio from Elite. So let's hear now from one of those companies. Dario Melpignano is chief executive of Neosperience, a software company that provides artificial intelligence solutions for digital marketing activities. I asked him why he wanted to go on the trip. We believe that the lack of empathy in digital touch points is a global issue. It's very, very important to help organizations that are developing so fast, such as those companies operating in marketing spaces in China and the greater Asian market, to jump to the next level of the digital experience. And uh, since this is a new way to foresee and be part of a major technology shift, we believe that a very uh, good opportunity would have been to uh, develop a new experience cloud in uh, the Asian market, starting from China. Why do you need, do you think, Elite and Intesa San Paolo to be part of that? I mean, could you not do it by yourself, perhaps? Definitely we could, but we believe that thanks to the partnership with Intesa San Paolo and Elite, uh, there is the opportunity to be quicker, to be more selective in finding the right partners, uh, therefore to be more uh, effective in general in developing our market strategy in, in that space. And how did the trip go? What was it like? was very interesting, very informative. The quality also of uh, the participants uh, quite good. So uh, we are following up uh, with some of them. And uh, in general, I think that it was uh, well structured and organized. Yeah. Did, did you come away feeling very positive about, you know, understanding that part of the world, perhaps? Definitely, it's very, very tough to say that because uh, uh, we are still in our infancy in uh, approaching uh, China. Nevertheless, uh, the idea of uh, structuring a, a go-to-market got stronger and, uh, and our commitment grew uh, based on the outcomes uh, of, uh, of this trip. So do you think you now have a sort of clearer idea about how you're going to attack that, that market? Yes, a much uh, deeper understanding and uh, the idea is also to move forward from uh, the insights that we received from the trip uh, by better understanding uh, how to position our solutions. And we got uh, much uh, much clearer thanks to this uh, uh, trip in, in that. Of course, uh, getting in touch with so many potential partners, also for the logistics aspects, uh, plus uh, capital, of course, uh, was a very good impression that I received from the trip. Maybe in five years' time, you'll look back on this trip. You'll regard it as the moment that everything changed for Neo Experience in the Asian market. 
wouldn't be bad. I mean, I, I would I would be very very happy uh, if uh, we move forward uh, based on these assumptions that we uh, developed uh, in this uh, in this journey. That was Dario Melpignano, Neosperance's chief executive. Let's give the final word to Vincenzo Antonetti, head of international network at Intesa San Paolo's Innovation Center. I caught up with him and asked him whether he thought the Greater Bay Area Roadshow was just the beginning and whether there were even more opportunities in the rest of China. In my opinion, if we are prepared to offer a service with a specific focus on the Greater Bay Area, that could be enough because, you know, it's a, an area of 70 million people. Uh, is the area in the entire Chinese market where uh, the GDP is growing uh, more than other places. The headquarter of big corporates like Tencent, Huawei, DJI, uh, Alibaba has got a lot of business there. So that could be the, the market that can satisfy all our uh, uh, needs, um, talking about uh, Italian companies or European companies, if we are able to approach that part of the world, I think that that could be enough because uh, it's a place very fertile and very uh, dynamic in terms of uh, business. And do you think that the, when you look at the sorts of companies that, like the ones who were on the roadshow and other companies that you work with, do they all have the same challenges with that part of the world or do do different sectors have different challenges do you think every sector has got a different challenge you know first of all the common thing was uh, that uh, all of them are all of them were in a way technological oriented you know so they were open to investors uh, coming from technological funds, uh, venture capitalists, uh, most of them are very, were very open about potential partnerships uh, to develop and to boost the level of their uh, R&D. That was the common need. But uh, they were coming from different sectors, different industries. And uh, so the key and the service that we provided was very related to find the right counterparts for the right company. And that's a role that Intesa San Paolo can do very well because we are the only one Italian financial institution with a strong presence up there that can provide this kind of services. And a last thought, Vincenzo, that you've been doing this for a while now and, and you're sort of, I guess, acting as a bridge between two very different cultures. Do you see those cultures, the European culture and the Asian culture, over time getting closer together and understand and there being better understanding or do you think there will always be this this divide it's a a long way you know it's a long process because at the moment we're still i in my opinion there are a lot of differences uh, uh, still that's why it's important to prepare them in advance and that's why before this kind of initiatives uh, we prefer to spend time to train our corporate customers, uh, prepare them before they leave to China, uh, help them to better understand the different culture, the way it's it's better to approach a B2B or uh, something similar. You know, there is a lot to do because culture are still very different. The new thing is that China is becoming uh, a great competitor also in terms of uh, manufacturing or uh, design or uh, those subjects where uh, European companies at the beginning had a, a competitive advantage, you know, in the past. But now they are growing, they are learning, so they're still interested in uh, uh, better understand the manufacturing ecosystem in Europe, 
but they at the moment they are a kind of competitor so we need to find the right balance between uh, cooperation and uh, the market opportunities between the two countries wherever you go in the world there will be an appreciation for the unique italianness of yeah, no. certain <laughs> certain things right yeah, exactly, exactly. The Made in Italy is still something appreciated. Uh, you know, the problem for uh, fast-growing places like the Greater Bay Area, there are a lot of exponential technologies, is that uh, they need uh, manufacturing expertise. They found startups, they made billionaire exits, but they found again new startups. And they are not, so they need to to build a strong and uh, a recognized uh, manufacturing sorry, uh, social ecosystem. Uh, in Italy, we, we know how to produce uh, for uh, the mass market. Uh, we know how to produce uh, a large number of pieces uh, if you are a corporate. And they still need to learn this approach. And that's why they're looking at uh, Italy or Germany as potential country to invest. And that's why data are confirming this approach from uh, Chinese uh, counterparts, because Italy at the moment is the fifth is the fifth country in the world in terms of incoming investments coming from China. And uh, if we go deeper to the data, uh, we can see that China is uh, investing more into uh, high technologies also in Italy, like biotech, automotive or automation, industry 4.0. So they still need to learn and they still appreciate the way we make business because we are very focused on design and uh, made in Italy in general. That was Vincenzo Antonetti, head of international network at Intesa San Paolo's Innovation Center. And that's it for this episode of the Intesa Sao Paulo Talks. If you've enjoyed it and want to hear other episodes, then please feel free to subscribe to us using your usual podcast provider. In the meantime, thank you very much for listening. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Intesa Sao Paulo Talks, the Italian way to a circular economy, presented by Guy Ruddle.